Molin stood against the wall and watched the diners eat their way through a three-course mill. His stomach growled, but it would have to go unsatisfied until he was off duty. Dr. Lee and her nephew ate at a round table about twenty feet away. The boy kept looking at Molens, as if hoping he would come sit and talk baseball. Lee, unfortunately, had been placed beside the amorous Dr. Brecht, who was leaning so close to her that he could have used her silverware. Molens shifted his gaze across the banquet hall to the opposite wall. Nicole Parsons stood alert, her eyes constantly moving. Ted Lewison was stationed at the main entrance where he was near the three other Prime Protection employees located in the outside corridors. Their job was to scan all approaching individuals and give warning of anything suspicious. All six were tied into wireless communication. Mullins paid particular attention to the waitstaff. In his walkthrough before escorting Dr. Lee and her nephew, he had gone through all the connecting hallways, memorizing shortcuts for exiting and also potential places where an outsider might breach security, especially between the kitchen and the ballroom. That was why he'd picked a spot nearest the primary access door for the meal delivery. The dinner service had progressed to the removal of the main course in preparation for dessert and coffee. I just got word we're to move our people onto the stage for the discussion, Ted Lewison's voice crackled in Mullen's ear. They're foregoing dessert, so let's escort him now. Nicole, I'll take Brecht and his international hands. You stay with Dr. Ahmad. International hands? the woman asked. Mullen's groaned. Oh, you had to ask, Nicole. <laughs> yeah, Lewison laughed. Russian hands and Roman fingers. The lights went out. A collective gasp rose from the crowd. A few emergency fixtures came on, providing just enough illumination to turn everyone into gray shapes. Waiters froze in place. Then Molin saw several men moving forward from the rear. Lewison, coming from your back, he barked the warning into his lapel mic, and then turned his priority to his charge. He ran to Dr. Lee. You and Peter come with me. Oh, it's just a power outage, Breck said. He grasped Lee's wrist. We should wait rather than stumble around in the dark. Mullins reached down and broke the man's hold. He practically lifted Lisa Lee from her chair. Then he shouted in the German's face. You and Dr. Ahmad do what she says, he pointed to Nicole, who had just run up to the table. Don't wait for Lewison. Move them now. Two muffled pops sounded from the middle of the room. Mullins instantly recognized suppressed gunshots. Now, he shouted. The room erupted in screams. Pushing Lee and her nephew in front of him, Molins hurried to the service door. He knew if he could get them to the kitchen, he should either be able to exit to a loading dock or escape through a service elevator to a safe section of the hotel. He glanced over his shoulder. Nicole and the two other scientists had not followed as quickly as he wanted. More shots came as the door slammed behind him. All he could do was keep moving. The blackout wasn't localized to the ballroom. Peter Wang stumbled against a tray of dishes that had been stacked on a rolling cart. Plates clattered on the floor. Sorry, the boy cried. It's okay, keep going. Let them take me, Lee pleaded. But don't let them take Peter. No one's taking anyone, Molins urged them forward. The kitchen's just ahead, you'll be safe there. An emergency light burned in the ceiling beside double doors. Their upper halves were windowed to enable the staff to see if anyone was on the other side before pushing it open. Hold up. Mullins whispered. Let me go first. Put Peter behind you, then wait against the wall until I say it's clear. He drew his glock and moved ahead of them, stepping to the left side of the door. He slowly pushed it inward with his left hand, leading with the glock in his right. The large industrial kitchen was deserted, the workers having evacuated in search of a lighted area. 
Mullins turned his head to the hall. All clear, come on. A muffled cry greeted him. He retreated through the door to see a man pulling Lee back, his arm around her neck in a chokehold. Mr. Mullins, her nephew cried as he kicked the man's shin as hard as he could. The assailant swatted at the boy with his other hand, a hand wielding a pistol. Then he raised the gun toward Mullins. Mullins flattened against the wall as the muzzle flashed. He felt a rip through his shoulder, but the shooter had turned away just enough to increase the angle between his head and Dr. Lee's. Mullins fired. The forty-five caliber slug smashed through the man's forehead. He dropped to the floor. Dr. Lee tumbled forward. Mullins tried to catch her, but his left arm could only cushion her as they both fell into the kitchen.